0: Hi there, and welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kenzie Dozinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach, and this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention, and live mutually empowered, purposeful lives. I'm so thankful to all the couples who show up here each week. I've heard from a few more of you via email, which I always enjoy. And on that note, if you're newer to the show and you haven't yet taken our free relationship quiz, I would encourage you to do so because it's another free resource in addition to this podcast that can help you identify where your relationship is, but also provide you with next steps to take. Sometimes it's hard to know how to move forward when you feel stuck in a rut or confused or overwhelmed in your relationship. So taking that quiz will help you pay attention for just a few minutes to how your relationship is actually doing, and then you'll be emailed your results, an action step, a prayer for your marriage, and next steps to take. Just visit bravemarriage.com quiz to get started. That's bravemarriage.com quiz. If you're just joining us this month, we're in the middle of a series on marriage formation, So each week in March, we're looking at daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly marriage practices that can help build in rhythms and rituals within your relationship to keep your marriage strong. You know, a lot of times I'll have couples come in who've been to marriage counseling or premarital counseling before with a pastor or some other type of counselor And they'll say that they worked on things like love languages, spending more time together. And these interventions are more about marriage formation than about changing a relational dynamic or marital repair. So what that means is they're often insufficient for marriage counseling or therapy, but they are needed to maintain a healthy marriage. So doing a series on marriage formation, I want you to know, has been so life-giving for me because it pulls me out of the weeds and out of the depths of where I sometimes find myself working with couples in my practice and reminds me that sometimes what couples need is simply a tune-up through more intentionality and new habit formation. So today, we're continuing that conversation by talking about a monthly practice or habit to incorporate, and that is a monthly meeting. What a monthly meeting does for your marriage is it helps you to get on the same page and plan proactively for the month ahead based on how the last month went. So during this meeting, you're assessing what went well, what could have gone better, and how you two can work together to improve upon things the next month. Now, I've had some couples, some type A couples or J's on the Myers-Briggs, who call this their state of the union meeting, and they take a look at everything from their budget to their sex life to their roles and responsibilities. I've heard other couples, type B couples or P's on the Myers-Briggs, who will take one area that they're really hoping to improve together, and then they'll label this monthly meeting a party. So they'll plan a budget party, for example. I've had someone outside of therapy who told me this, that they would blow up balloons, make cookies, and sit down and work on the budget because, given their personalities, that was the only way a budget meeting was going to get done. They were making a new habit as fun and as easy as possible for them, which I love. Now, I don't believe that would work for me and Evan as INTJs and as a three and a one on the Enneagram because I think it would feel too inefficient for our type A personalities, but I truly love the idea and I love when couples know themselves well enough to make monthly marriage meetings happen in whatever way works best for them as a couple. What I want you to do today as you listen in is to choose one area of your home life or relational life that has been somewhat frustrating or put on the back burner, that both of you know that you need to improve and would be up for improving together. I'll give you five areas of consideration and a few questions to ask each other as you sit down with your spouse to have this monthly meeting. The first category is money and budgeting. So here are a few questions to ask each other. What are we working toward financially? What are our financial obligations? How are we spending our money? In what areas or categories do we disagree when it comes to how to save, spend, give, or invest our money? What am I not understanding about what you would like to do with our money? Help me understand why you see it that way. The second category to discuss is communication and conflict. So yes, it can be helpful to talk about how you're talking or not talking. A few questions here. Where were the misunderstandings between us last month? About what topic in particular do you not feel heard or understood around? And then a few questions to ask yourself. What expectations do I have for my partner that I am not clearly communicating? What's hard about communicating in that area for me? Do I do a good job of giving you the time and space you need when you get upset? What can I do to help make this communication thing go more smoothly? What would be helpful to you? The third category is roles and responsibilities. So again, a few questions. What things have you been doing and contributing to make our life run smoothly that I haven't appreciated you for recently? What are you doing that I'm not seeing that seems to fly under the radar and go unnoticed? What do you need from me this next month? How could I be more helpful? Are there areas in which you would like to experiment with new roles? In what ways would giving up that role or letting me take it on be difficult for you? And what can we do to make this work? The fourth category to consider discussing is work and home life balance. How do you feel about the workload you took on last month? At work? At home? How present did you feel at home? How do you see the quality of time that we spent together last month? As a couple? As a family? How much time did you take for yourself? If needed, in what ways could you adjust your workload or the way you spend your time to create pockets of time where you and I are both getting our needs met? for connectedness? or for time alone. In the fifth category is emotional and sexual intimacy. Some questions to ask are, how have you been feeling about us lately? What have you been thinking about our relationship lately? What are we doing well from your perspective? Where do we need to grow from your perspective? Are we making any time for us? If so, is there anything we could do to improve the quality of our time together? Are we making time for sex? If not, how could we do so? And if so, is there anything we could do to make that time more enjoyable? And this piece is key, you guys, to make it more enjoyable for the partner who at present is not finding as much joy in it as the other. Okay, so there you have it. Five different areas to talk about monthly, to reflect on, and to adjust and readjust from month to month. If you've ever listened to Dave Ramsey's radio show or gone through Financial Peace University, you've heard him say that budget meetings are not to be done solely by the saver, right? A budget only works when both partners' needs are considered and incorporated into the solution. And the same thing is true of your monthly meeting, whatever it is that you're talking about. Both partners need to show up and be present, both partners need to contribute, and Both partners' needs and desires need to be incorporated into whatever solution you try. If you want a measure of how your relationship is doing, I challenge you to set this monthly meeting and see how many things you two are able to solve together, how much progress you're able to make as a couple over the course of just a few intentional months, and how much ease you have relationally around these issues. These meetings will give you good feedback, I promise we're still talking about marriage formation and working to improve together little by little, month by month, but I'm also suggesting monthly meetings as a way to take the temperature of your relationship and problem-solving abilities. Because if you can do that, you can solve so much together and accomplish so much together as a couple and ultimately make your marriage and your relationship and your life work for you both. The more intentional you are now and the more you lean into these practices, the more information you'll be able to gather regarding the health of your relationship. And it will either A, propel you forward relationally, like I just mentioned, or B, help you notice the areas in which you may need third-party support or guidance to help you get your relationship back on track, where you can then adjust and course-correct on your own as a couple. Your action step for today is to set a date for your first or next monthly marriage meeting and decide on one topic to discuss at that time, one area that both of you would like to improve or gain some traction around. And to help you problem solve, be sure to go back and check out episodes 16, 17, and 72, which all address how to dialogue about these issues and how to solve problems in a helpful way. So I hope you'll check those episodes out, and I would love to see you at the Courageous Conversations workshop this spring. It's coming up Saturday, April 25th. That's our regular workshop where I teach you and coach you throughout the day on how to communicate in a way that leads to deeper intimacy and connection. You'll learn how to assert yourself, how to listen to understand rather than to respond, and how to have a meaningful dialogue that leads to solving problems without conflict. We've already had some register, so if you'd like to get in on this workshop, held April 25th in Nicholasville, Kentucky, just visit bravemarriage.com slash courageous-conversations. Again, that's bravemarriage.com slash courageous-conversations, and you'll find the link to register there. My prayer for you as you leave this episode, is that you would feel encouraged and hopeful for reconnection and more intentionality in your marriage. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. just as fragile